It's Sunday, July 31st, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Ukraine called for Russia to be designated a state sponsor of terrorism as it continued to push for an investigation into the killing of Ukrainian prisoners of war in a rocket strike on Russian-held territory, while Moscow accused Ukraine of targeting the facility with Western-made weapons. Kyiv's call for Russia to be branded a state sponsor of terrorism followed the U.S. Senate's approval two days earlier of a non-binding resolution calling on Secretary of State Antony Blinken to approve such a measure. Some U.S. officials say it could severely limit prospects for diplomatic engagement with Russia, but Ukraine says recent evidence of Russian atrocities, including footage it says shows torture of Ukrainian POWs, only increases the urgency of such a move. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky urged intervention from the International Committee of the Red Cross and as a guarantor of their humane treatment in accordance with the Geneva Conventions, the ICRC should speak out to condemn Russia's alleged actions. In other news, the death toll from the flash floods triggered by torrential rain in eastern Kentucky earlier this week has climbed to 25, according to Governor Andy Bashir. Mr. Bashir said on Facebook Saturday that the state was still in the search and rescue phase and that number of fatalities was likely to increase. The governor said authorities now believe at least four children have died in the flooding after earlier reports that six juveniles had died. Mr. Bashir said two of those people have since been identified as adults. As rescue efforts continued Saturday, flood concerns from the Panbowl Dam near hard-hit Jackson eased, with water levels dropping roughly 10 feet, the governor said. The flooding, which has washed away homes and damaged roads and bridges across a broad stretch of 13 counties in eastern Kentucky, is among the worst in the state history. Around the world, thousands of followers of an influential Shiite cleric stormed into Iraq's parliament on Saturday for the second time this week, protesting government formation efforts led by his rivals, an alliance of Iran-backed groups. The alliance showed signs of internal division, with some calling for counter-protests, a development that would raise the specter of civil strife, while others urged for dialogue. Iraqi security forces initially used tear gas and stun grenades to try to repel the demonstrators, who are followers of cleric Muqtada al-Sadr. Once inside, the protesters declared an open-ended sit-in and claimed they would not disperse until their demands are answered. Parliament Speaker Mohammed Halbusi suspended future sessions until further notice. The development showed al-Sadr was using his large grassroots following as a pressure tactic against his rivals after his party was not able to form a government despite having won the largest number of seats in the federal elections held last October. Back in the U.S., President Biden tested positive for COVID-19 again on Saturday morning in what his physician called a rebound case. Dr. Kevin O'Connor said in a letter made public by the White House that Mr. Biden is not experiencing any symptoms and is feeling well. Dr. O'Connor noted a small number of people who take the antiviral medication Paxlovid to treat COVID-19 sometimes test positive again for the virus in what public health officials call rebound positivity. The president first tested positive for COVID-19 on July 21st and tested negative on July 26th and the following days, according to the White House. Rebound among some Paxlovid users is now well-known, even if not well-understood, according to physicians and published case reports. 
Health experts say they aren't sure what causes patients to rebound, though they suggest it may be related to when Paxlovid was taken. And a single ticket bought in a Chicago suburb beat the odds and won a $1.337 billion Mega Millions jackpot. According to MegaMillions.com, there was one jackpot-winning ticket in the draw Friday night, and it was bought at a Speedway gas station and convenience store in Des Plaines. The winning numbers were 13, 36, 45, 57, 67, Megaball 14. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.